We are doing a series entitled Men Unshackled because we're dealing with particular struggles that really bring down most men. And what we're going to talk about tonight is something that is rarely, if ever, taught in other churches. In fact, this is a topic that is like a taboo topic. Hindi to pinag-uusapan. No? So, that's why we have started Men of Integrity because we want to deal with the real issues of men and find answers and, uh, to those struggles and be able to find liberation and be able to live fully according to the purpose of God for you. Okay? So today, we're going to be talking about overcoming, sexual, uh, overcoming challenges to sexual integrity, particularly focusing on the pornography trap. Okay? Most of you who are here tonight, I'm sure, are struggling with pornography, especially in the internet. Okay? Because today, before, noon yung pornographic materials, sekreto pang binibili yan. Okay? Pero ngayon, natalo na, yun, natalo na yung mga local businesses that sell pornographic magazine kasi pornography is available at the click of a button when you access the internet in your computer, your laptop, or even your smartphone. Okay? That is why the temptation is very real and many men are falling into the pornography addiction. No? And today, we're going to talk about that, frankly and honestly, okay? You know, one of the biggest challenges that we face as men is how to be honest. Sometimes we're not even honest with ourselves. And the reason is because most men are afraid to face the truth about themselves. Because they feel, baka, you know, if people get to know this, they will look down on me. Our deepest longing as men is to feel our significance as men. That's why we work in order to achieve because we want to experience significance in our performance, okay? And we don't want anyone making us feel that we are inferior or that we are failing in a particular area of life, okay? So that's why many of us are not very open about our struggles with pornography, okay? In this, this Addiction to pornography may already be eating up your spiritual life if you're a Christian, or it's already affecting your relationship with your wife, with other women, and maybe in your workplace. Hindi ka na makatingin sa babae na hindi ka nag-e-extra vision. Hindi ka na makatingin sa babae maganda na hindi ka nag-iisip ng lustful thoughts. Para bang lahat na yon araw-araw na lang, ganun na lang ang nagiging laman ng isip. And one of the reasons why we develop this kind of habit, thinking habit, is because we have developed uh, addiction to pornography. Okay? So we're going to take a look, a little review about what does the Bible teach about sex. Okay? Let's take a look at the art line. Number one, sex is a gift from God. Okay? And the gift of sex is given by God only to be enjoyed in the context of marriage. So sex is only to be enjoyed in the marriage relationship, not outside of it. In the Bible, any exercise of sex outside the marriage relationship is considered immorality or sin. It's a violation of divine law, okay? And sex as a gift from God is actually a covenant act of union. When you have sex with someone in the eyes of God, because He was the one who created and designed our human sexuality, he was, the purpose of sex is a, is a physical expression of your willingness to commit yourself to another person, particularly a woman if you're a man, in a lifetime uh, commitment we call a covenant. Let's take a look at Genesis 2.24, where the first mention of marriage is given. The Bible said, For this cause the man shall leave his father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So, sino po dito ang mga may asawa na? Okay. For those of you who have gone through, through a wedding ceremony, siguro nababanggit ito, no? Maybe nabasa ng pare yan or nabasa dun sa inyong Christian wedding, okay? So it says that for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and shall cleave. The word cleave here is very interesting because the Hebrew word, the Old Testament where this is taken is originally written in Hebrew. And the Hebrew language is a very rich language. Every word has a lot of, is, is very rich in meaning. 
And the word used here, translated cleave in English, is the Hebrew word dabak. D-A-B-A-Q. Dabak. And dabak means literally to glue. To glue, to paste. Okay? So, he, the man, will cleave to his wife. And the word dabak is often used in the Bible, particularly in the Old Testament, to refer to Israel's being loyal to God or cleaving to God in covenant faithfulness. So in other words, the word dabak in the Old Testament is a covenant term. It is used in the establishment of God's covenant with Israel and that He calls on Israel to be loyal to Him. That's the word dabak, okay? To cleave in loyalty. And here in marriage, cleave to His wife. Thirdly, the word dabak, as used here, refers to the sexual act, okay? So what makes you one flesh with a woman is not the ceremony we call a wedding ceremony. Okay? What makes you one, one flesh with a woman is the act of sex itself. Okay? So maring nakasal kayo sa isang ceremonyas, pero hanggat hindi kayo nagsesex, hindi pa kayo one flesh. Okay? Because it is the act of cleaving, which is the sexual act, that makes you one flesh. Okay? We will see that in a little while. Okay? The word cleave, as I said, is a covenant term which is expressed in the sexual act, an act that represents a pledge of complete loyalty to your wife. Okay? The sexual act is the enactment of the covenant of marriage where the two become one flesh. Can we take a look at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 16? Okay? Let's read this. Do you not know that he who unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said that two will become one flesh. Of course, when a man goes into a prostitute, walang wedding ceremony yun, di ba? The act of sex itself with this woman, in this case a prostitute, in the eyes of God has just made you one flesh with her. You're already glued in the eyes of God because of that physical act of sex, okay? So that's why whenever you have sex with more than one woman, in the eyes of God, you have entered into covenant with more than one woman. That is why sex is very sacred to God because sex is an expression of a covenant, a commitment to a relationship that is intended to last for a lifetime. In the Bible, a covenant is an agreement that is broken only by death. It can only be broken by death. That's why once you want have sex with a woman in the eyes of God, tingin sa inyo, mag-asawa na kayo. Okay? That is why in our, in our legal system, when a man and a woman have cohabited, naglive in, for five years or more, they can legally be recognized as already man and wife. You call that uh, common law marriage. So common law marriage is a marriage that is recognized by the law, even though they never had a wedding ceremony. Hindi sila nag-register sa, you know, ng isang marriage contract or marriage, uh, marriage form. They are considered legally married because they've stayed together for five years or more. Because their act of sex, their cohabitation, in itself constitutes already the marital act. Okay? So this is very important for us to understand. Next, sex itself is more than an act. It is an expression of a relationship. Ang babae po, ang tingin niya sa sex, hindi basta an act to be experienced only. For a woman, sex is more than just an act. Sex is a relationship. It's an expression of a love relationship that a man has with her. Okay? Kaya pag babae, in love na in love, very open siya sa sex. Kasi yung kanyang uh, feelings, emotionally, she feels, you know, loved by this person. And so whatever happens in the sexual act is an expression of that relationship. Tayo mga lalaki, we look at sex many times purely only as an act. Okay? Para mapagbigyan yung gusto ng laman o makaraos lang. Okay? Pero sa babae po, relational po yan. Kaya, sino po sa inyong uh, living with your wife? Okay? You're still living with your wife. Okay? That is why, pag nasaktan loob mo yung loob ng asawa mo, you can expect na magiging open siya sa sex with you. Tama? Kuminsan nga, nagiging weapon pa yun eh. Dahil nasasaktan mo loob niya, ayaw magkapag-sex sa'yo for one week. Okay? Kasi, sa kanya, you are not understanding that the act of sex is not just for pleasure. It is to her an expression of a love relationship that her husband has for her. 
Pag hindi niya nararamdaman yung love na yon, hindi niya nakikita na pinapahalagahan mo siya as a woman, that you really value her, sa kanya sex has no meaning. You understand that? And it's not as pleasurable as when she feels she's having it with a man whom he knows really loves her. You understand that, okay? See, a woman understands much better that from God's design, sex is meant to be an expression of a relationship and should not be divorced from that relationship. Okay? That is why the sexual act is the physical expression of that union and intimacy of hearts that is to characterize the total relationship of the man and his wife. A relationship that is motivated by love and where the man, is, where the man primarily takes initiative. Okay? So, kailangan ng babae, convince siya at alam niyang mahal mo siya. Bago siya makaka-enjoy ng sexual act, becomes enjoyable to her only because she feels very loved. Okay? Next. Immorality in the Bible, that is one of the sins listed in the New Testament as well as the Old Testament, it comes from the Greek word porneia. I'm sure, familiar na tayo sa porneia, di ba? Okay? So porneia is the Greek word, and porneia in the Greek language refers to any act of sex outside of marriage. So any act of sex outside of marriage is porneia or immorality. Okay? Kaya ano ibig sabihin ng pornography? Ang pornography comes from two Greek words, porneia and grafe. Grafe means an image, a picture. Okay? And porneia means an act of sex outside of marriage. So pornography are depictions of images between a man and a woman having that kind of sexual relationship outside of the marriage. Okay? That is pornography. Lust, which drives sex uh, most of the time, lust is a self-indulgent sexual desire that separates the sexual act from the relationship. Ang lust kasi, purely physical lang ang concern. Totoo hindi. Diba? Ang lust just wants to have a pleasurable experience through a particular act. Pero wala, ang lust does not have real concern for the relationship. You understand that? As it focuses purely on the physical enjoyment without real concern for the nurture of the relationship or the care and happiness of the woman you're having sex with. You understand what the lust is? That's why lust is listed as one of the sins in the Bible. Because it is purely selfish. It has no respect for the other person and it does not show any real concern to nurture the relationship or to show love and care to the person that is the object of lust. Okay? So that's why ang lust po, tinuturing na kasalanan in violation of God's law because it is not being, it is sex without the relationship. Okay? Next. Lust is the desire to enjoy the physical pleasure without the commitment of relationship. Okay? Tayo lahat dito, lalaki. I want you to know that from the very story of creation, God designed us as men never to take, enjoy privilege without uh, fulfilling the corresponding responsibility. You see, when God created the man, according to Genesis 2, he created him because there was no one to till the ground. And the ground was not bringing out plants because man was not yet there in order to till the soil. Which means, hindi po magbubunga ang lupa kung ang lalaki hindi niya pangangalagaan ng lupa. That's why God created the man to till the soil so that the ground now will yield its, its, its vegetation and its provision for man's needs. So if man does not work, the ground will not give him food. Do you understand this? So what is God teaching in the story of creation? A man must take full responsibility for every privilege he enjoys. You understand that? Hindi tayo pwedeng mag-enjoy isang privilege bilang mga lalaki na hindi natin pinagpawisan. You understand that? Paul says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, he gave a, law, a rule to the churches. He said, this is my rule in the churches. If a man will not work, let him not eat. Okay, pag-asabi sa yung katabi, pag hindi ka magtrabaho, hindi ka dapat kumakain. 
Yan ang design ng Diyos sa lalaki. Okay? So, sino po nagtatrabaho dito? Yung kinakain mo, pinagpapawisan mo. Okay? Kasi kung hindi mo pinagpapawisan, you're enjoying privilege without responsibility. And that is not what it means to being a man. That is being a boy. Ang boy kasi, puro enjoy-enjoy, walang responsibility. You understand that? Okay? That is why many men want the privilege of sex without the responsibility of a lifetime commitment. Many men want to enjoy the privilege of sex without committing to the relationship. Kaya marami tayo ngayong mga single moms. And every year, dumadami ang population ng single mothers. At dumadami lalo ang population ng mga batang walang tatay. Mga father's student, ang question, sino huhubog sa ugali ng mga batang yan? Kung sila'y lumaki sa isang tahanan na walang tatay, kasi yung tatay hindi naging magandang halimbawa, uulitin ng next generation, up to generation to come, yung kasalanan ng kanilang tatay. Hindi rin sila magiging committed sa relationship kasi yun ang modelong nakita nila sa tatay nila. They understand this. It has created tragedies in every generation when men fail to exercise responsibility for the privilege we enjoy. Ang epekto po nun, nahuhubog ang next generation in the same pattern of living. You understand that? Kaya nakakalungkot po yung ating kultura eh. Okay? So, when you exercise physical pleasure without the commitment of relationship, it reduces sex to the animal level. Ang mga hayop po, aso, pusa, pag nag-sex yan, walang necessary commitment sa relasyon yan, basta makaraos lang. Naintindihan po natin? At hindi lang isa yan, isang, asong, isang aso, hindi lang isang asong babaeng bumuntisin niya, maghahanap pa ng iba yan. Yun ang animal level exercise of sex. Kasi walang commitment, walang relationship, walang respeto, walang values. Basta pure makaraos lang. Ayos. Masaya ka na. Masaya na tayo. Yung po yung last. Okay? Last when exercise without concern for a relationship reduces us to the animal level. Okay? Next. First Thessalonians 4 verse 3 to 5. God's will is for you to be holy. So stay away from all sexual sin. Then each of you will control his own body and live in holiness and honor, not in lustful passion like the pagans who do not know God and His ways. Because one day, we will be made accountable to God sa ating mga ginawa sa mundong ito. Okay? Here's another scripture. But among you, there must not even be, not be even a hint of sexual immorality. Not even a hint. Okay? Or any kind of impurity or of greed because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity, yung mga green jokes. Dalo na sa opisina, di ba? Okay, mga green jokes. Foolish talk or coarse joking. We shall out of place but rather thanksgiving. And look at the next, the continuing verse. For this you can be sure, no immoral, that's the word porneia, Pornea, no immoral, impure or greedy persons, such a man is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words. Kasi sabi, ay, walang masama dyan, normal lang yan, okay lang yan. Men are by nature polygamous, kaya ano magagawa natin, di ba? So, normal ka lang pag marami kang babae. Yan ang sinasabi na sa ito, let no one deceive you with empty words. For because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. Okay? I think that's very clear. What are the causes of pornography addiction? Okay, let's talk about pornography. Kasi yun ating focus tonight. Number one, parental influence. Marami pong mga lalaki napunta sa pornographic exposure dahil sa kapabayaan ng tatay nila na nag-iwan dyan ng pornographic material, hindi na itago ng gusto. Kaya doon sa internet, hindi binubura yung history. Kalito ron, pag yung anak gumamit ng internet at tinignan history, abay nakita lahat yung mga pornography sa internet. Okay? So, or maring ikaw, maring hindi sa dahil sa parental influence, but because of peer influence, barkada. Pare, 
subukan mo ano, ano, grabe 'yun, ganyan ganyan. Peer influence, no? So, talk about pornography in the internet. Another is curiosity. Okay? Ano kaya ang itsura no, no? <laughs> O kaya pag nakakita sa internet ka, may isang website, may mga banners na may babae doon nakahubad. Ang curiosity, i-click yung banner. Tapos itatransport ka ngayon sa isang pornographic site. Ayun, simula na. It has started. Do you understand that? Curiosity. Also, past conditioning. Kung tayo po nag-develop ng habit ng masturbation, syempre naubusan ka ng materialis yan. Sa imagination, di ba? Mahirap mang mag-masturbate na wala kang imagine na babae. Tama yun, di? E kung nagsawa ka na, maghahanap ka naman ibang babae sa isip mo. Doon papasok yung pornography. Okay? Because of past conditioning, sanay ka sa last food fantasies or lagi kang tumindikin sa babae na nag e vision, hindi malayo talaga magkakahili ka sa pornography. Okay? Kasi nabuksan na yung sarili mo sa ganong klaseng conditioning. Okay? Another, which is not seldom discussed, is past molestation. In my many years of counseling, as a counselor, more than 38 years, I've encountered many cases of men who were sexually molested by a male figure in their childhood. At usually, pag ikaw namolest ng isang lalaki, lalaki ka, namolest ka ng lalaki sexually ng bata ka, ang tendency talaga, yung espiritu na nandun sa lalaki na nagmolest sa'yo, magkakaroon ng influence sa'yo. And that's why many are struggling with homosexual, same-gender attraction because they have experienced molestation in their childhood by a person of the same gender. Kahit mga, mga, mga lesbians. Hindi ko siya nasabi lahat ng lesbians, lahat ng mga, mga gays, mga bakla, eh, nakaroon ng sexual molestation in childhood. But you'll be surprised. Na majority of those who have grown up to develop very strong homosexual tendencies are people who have been molested when they were children by a person of the same gender. Doon po nalipat yung spirito ng homosexuality in that molestation. Do you understand this? If you have experienced molestation when you were a child, all your years, all your growing up years until your adult years, you will always struggle with lust. Kasi bata ka pa lang, na-expose ka na doon, nakaramdam ka ng sarap, na-enjoy mo, hahanapin mo yan habang buhay eh. Kaya, pag ikaw mayroong past molestation, pornography is very attractive to you. Kasi it feeds your mind to satisfy yourself with that passing pleasure through masturbation. Okay? So these are the common causes of pornographic addiction. That's why, if you're a father, at mahilig ka sa pornography, huwag kang magulat one day kung yung mga anak mo nagpa-pornography na rin. You understand that? You will see that in a little while. Why? You see, spiritual transference to your children is one of the damaging effects of pornographic addiction. It exposes your children to pornographic influence in the home. What you sow, you will tend to reap in your children. Believe it or not, from a counselor's perspective, pornographic addiction is being, can be transferred down the generations. Pag ang tatay may pornographic addiction, yung anak na may expose doon, later on magde-develop rin ng pornographic addiction. They understand that? Okay? Hindi po biro ito. Kasi nakukurap yung ating mga anak sa ating mga hindi magandang mga habits. Another thing, it will create unfair or inconsiderate demands or expectations from your spouse or girlfriend in your acts of sex. Of course, dapat asawa lang ang sex, hindi girlfriend. Kasalanan yun. Okay? So, nakakita ka ng oral sex and pornography. Gusto mo mag-oral sex rin yung wife mo sa'yo. Eh, yung wife mo ayaw na gano'n, nadudumihan siya dun. You know? So, magiging issue yun. Kasi, yung nakikita sa pornography, gusto mo maranasan sa wife mo. Yung wife mo maring sa kanya, hindi disente. Sa kanya, negative ang tingin niya dyan. So, ngayon, makakaroon ng stress sa marriage. Hindi naman dapat sana may stress kung hindi na-develop yung hilig dun dahil sa kakapanood ng pornography. Okay? Tapos yung nakikita mo, gusto mong gawin nyo rin. Ngayon, pag yung wife mo, hindi mo ibigay sa gusto mo, 
Abay, tumitindi ang desire mo na maranasan talaga yon. Kaya pag damating ang isang babaeng iba at kumalabit sa'yo, that means na-attract ka, nakaroon ka ng power enough to exploit her, eh baka doon mo hanapin yung hinahanap mo na nakikita mo sa pornography. Kasi hindi mo makuha sa asawa mo. Adami po nahuhulog sa adultery because of that. May mga babae, wives na ayaw ng oral sex. Pag ikaw lagi nanood ng pornography, gusto mo ng oral sex. Curious eh. Di ba? So that will become a stress in the marriage. That can lead to marital dissatisfaction or sexual dissatisfaction in marriage. Ang tendency, mabindali ka matutukso sa ibang babae na mahilig dyan. Okay? Here's another one. It diminishes your sexual desire and enjoyment of your wife. When you regularly engage in pornography, mawala ka na lang gana sa asawa mo. Bakit? Kasi nasanay ka na, nag-enjoy na sex sa iba't ibang babae. Kaya pag ang lalaki nag-engage sa pornography, hindi magtagal, magsasawa sa asawa niya. Tsaka hindi na siya makaka-enjoy sa asawa niya kasi the same person. You understand that? At kuminsan, hindi ka na maka-ma-arouse pag nakikita mo asawa kasi sanay ka sa lagi, ibang babae. In other words, ang mind natin, adulterous already. Our mind is already adulterous. Kaya hindi ka na masasatisfied sa isang babae. Yan ang damage ng ginagawa ng pornography because it sows adultery in the mind. And by the way, adultery in the mind, in the eyes of God, is actual adultery. It's breaking the law. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Okay? So, kaya ang babae, yung wife mo, tataka, ba't di ka na yung pag-sex sa kanya? Eh, kasi busog ka na sa pornography. Okay? Tsaka hindi ka makapag-sex sa wife mo na hindi ka nag-i-imagine na mga babaeng nakikita mo sa pornographic videos or images. Kaya doon pa lang, nangangaliwa ka na kahit nangkiksisek ka sa asawa mo, iba namang babae niisip natin. Kasi nasanay tayo sa pornography eh. Do you understand that? Okay? Here's an, it also saps your energies kasi if you develop pornographic addiction, ay araw-araw yan. Baka nilang araw-araw. Araw-araw, gabi-gabi. At nakakaubo siya ng energy, pati trabaho mo, ma-affected next day. Kasi pagod ng katawan mo. Okay? It also diminishes your productivity. Hindi ka na rin makafocus sa trabaho mo kasi ang laging laman ng isip, mga lustful thoughts. Kasi pina- laging siya napapakain ng pornography. Nakokondition ng mind mo na laging umisip ng lustful thoughts. It will affect your relationship with colleagues na babae sa office. And it will open a lot of doors to temptations to adultery. Okay, here's another effect. It develops sexual obsession towards women you meet every day. Hindi na ako magtatanong kung sino sa atin na araw-araw nag-i-struggle sa last photos every time nakakita ka ng magandang babae. Kung di masyadong maganda, wala, okay lang. Pero pag maganda at mukhang sexy, abay, ayan na, simula na. Tumatak muna yung video. <laughs> Bakit? Kasi... Ano ka? Condition ka na ng pornography. Okay? So, it will develop sexual obsession sa mga babae. It conditions you towards actual adulterous relationships. Dahil nga, yung moral defenses mo, bagsak na, kasi na-justify mo yung panonood ng pornography, pag-enjoy ng pornography, therefore, yung moral defenses mo, bagsak na. You develop what is called, magiging manhid ka na sa mga ganyang matters, yung konsyensya mo, patay na. You understand that? At pag namatay ang konsyensya mo, wala ka ng panglaban sa tukso ng pangangaliwa. Madaling mahulog. Kasi wala ka ng defense. Kasi lahat ng moral, yung conscience mo, napatay na eh. Kaka-justify ng pornography. You understand that? Okay? So it conditions you towards actual adulterous relationships. Okay? So, the question is, Madaling makapasok sa pornography addiction. Napakahirap makaalis diyan. Okay? Kaya kung meron po mga binata dito na wala pa kayo doon, huwag nyo ng pasukan. Kasi mahirap makalabas sa addiction. Do you understand this? Okay? So breaking the habit, pornography addiction is easy to get into but very difficult to get out of because you're dealing with a pleasurable habit. Okay? 
But habits, good news, can be broken. It can be broken. That's why we are here discussing this topic. You can more successfully break a habit by focusing on building the opposite one than by trying to suppress it. If you're trying to suppress your pornography habit or your masturbation habit, you will never succeed if you're just trying to suppress it. Okay? Itong mga habits na ito, bunga ito ng repeated thoughts in the past. And the repeated thoughts produce a thinking habit. Pag naging habit na, it becomes automatic. At mahirap nang baguhin. So to change a habit, you have to focus on thinking the opposite thoughts. Intentionally. Repeatedly. Every time dumarating tukso, panlabang ka. And you keep focusing on those thoughts hanggang maging habit na rin sa'yo yun. And that's how you overcome the old habit. Okay? We'll be more specific as we go along. Okay? Identifying the cause of the need to indulge in pornography or other lustful activity like masturbation will help identify the opposite habit to build in order to overcome it. I'll give you an example. When every time tuminiging ka sa babaeng maganda o sexy, Immediately, ang nakikita mo isang sex object. Isang tao na nag exist para ma mapagbigyan yung aking uh, longing for physical pleasure. Okay? Kailangan baguhin natin the way we think of women. If you think of women as primarily sexual objects, hindi ka malalayo talaga sa tukso. So how do you overcome? You think of women as people that you as a man must protect from abuse and exploitation. See them as human beings worthy of respect, created in the image of God. You understand that? See yourself as a defender of the dignity of women because that's what God designed men to be. Kaya pinakatiwala ng Diyos ang babae sa lalaki at the story of creation because man is expected to be responsible to protect her and take care of her. In other words, as men, we have to think of women as people who need to be protected by us. Okay? May isa namang kaibigan noon, ako po'y binata pa, sabi niya, you know, kaya ko na-overcome yung lustful thoughts kasi iniisip ko magiging aburin yan. <laughs> Inimagine ko naging abo na siya kaya din na ako na ano tutukso. Pero sabi ko, masadong namang negative 'yun. <laughs> Kasi kahit anong ganda ng babae, sabi niya, aburin 'yan. Kinisip ko, naging abo na siya. Ayun, oh, nandiyan ako na attract. O kaya inimagine ko naging lola na. Nakaitsura na pag lola na siya. <laughs> so sa kanya na-turn off na siya pag na-imagine niya 'yun. Okay? So ang susi doon yung pag-iisip eh. Okay? Kailangan tignan mo yung babae as a person, o kaya may isang nagsabi sa akin, yan ang pastor, ang ginagawa ko pag na-attract ako, ano na siya, mga middle age, no? para hindi ako ma-attract sa mga younger girls, iniisip ko, kung anak ko yan, ano magiging tingin ko sa kanya? Eh may anak siya mga dalaga na mahal na mahal niya, na nire-respeto niya. So ang ginagawa niya, pastor, iniisip ko na lang na, anak ko ito eh. Kaya hindi, na, hindi na siya magkakaroon ng lustful attraction kasi tingin niya, anak ko ito eh. Hindi ko ito abusuhin. Kasi, ma kasi siya, mahal niya mga anak ng dalaga. Okay? So, nagsisimula pa yan sa isip. Okay? So, huwag mong tignan ang babae as a sex object kasi that reduces her dignity to the level of an animal. Ang tingin natin sa babae, pag sex object, parang hayop lang sa atin. Na magagawa natin kahit anong gusto natin, tapos sa blood, goodbye. Tinarato natin na parang hayop yung babae. Hindi tao. Amen? Dapat isipin natin yung babaeng ito, mahal ng Diyos to. At gusto ng Diyos, protectahan ko siya. Okay? So, that's one example. Let's take a look at common causes of the need to indulge in lustful activities. Okay? Most of the time, natutokso ang lalaki sa pornography kung meron ng habit o may tendency na pumunta sa pornography. Kapag dumadaan siya sa certain emotional states, no? Stress. Okay. Napansin niyo ba, if you survey uh, urban cultures, 
mas matindi ang sexual activity sa city kaysa sa probinsya. Okay? Kaya nga meron tayong American na TV series, Sex in the City. Okay? Kasi mas matindi ang sex sa city kaysa sa province, sa, sa mga rural areas. Ano yung bakit? Kasi ang city ay sentro ng commerce, trabaho. Trabaho talagang tao dyan. Rat race. Okay? Dahil ang, ang tao, masyadong stress sa city dahil sa pressure ng work, pressure na expectations, ng demand sa trabaho nila, the greater the pressure, the greater the need or the longing for pleasure. Kaya if you don't know how to handle our stress, it will be easy for us to fall into the temptation of finding something pleasurable like sex in order to find relief from the emotions, stressed emotions. Naintindihan po natin. Kailangan meron tayong mga plano na pagkakostress, anong gagawin ko para malayo ako sa tukso? Pag-stress ako, pagod, stress, anong gagawin ko para hindi ako mapunta sa pornography? Mas maganda pa, i-date mo, wife mo, spend time with her, enjoy her, okay, play a game, something that is also pleasurable pero hindi sexual. Or, the best, adi, have sex with your wife if you're married. Okay? Seduce her to bed. Wife mo yan eh. You understand that? Okay? So, doon ka mag-enjoy, doon ka mag-release sa stress. Huwag sa pornography kasi nakakasala ka, sinisira mo yung marriage mo. Pati mga anak mo, masisira in time. Okay? So, learn how to deal with stress so that it doesn't lead you to pornography. Pag tayo discouraged or frustrated, sino ba sa atin ditong uh, discouraged today or frustrated today? So, di maraming, di, maraming nangyari today na sama ng loob mo. No? Sino pong stress? Uh, discouraged or frustrated? Oh, Mahihiyaan na kayo magtaas ng kamay kasi ang context natin, ano eh. <laughs> Mag-ingat po tayo sa panahon when we are discouraged or frustrated kasi very, very vulnerable tayo sa tukso to find pleasure. At kung meron ka ng tendensiya gumamit ng pornography, that is the first thing you will do. Kasi you're longing for consolation, you're longing for comfort, you're longing for something pleasurable para, you know, hindi, ka, hindi mo dalhin tong frustration, disappointment na ito. If you don't know how to handle your disappointments and frustrations, then you become really vulnerable to sexual temptations. So what do you do when you are disappointed or discouraged? If you are a, a Christian, bring it to the Lord in prayer. Sabi mo sa kanya, Lord, I'm so frustrated. Lord, I'm so disappointed. Share it with God because may power siya to comfort you and also to deal with your situation. Pray. Tell God what's in your heart. And ask God to give you wisdom on how to handle this frustrating experience. Okay? Another is dissatisfaction in marriage. Pag hindi ka masaya sa sexual life nyo sa marriage, nako, malaking tukso ang pornography. Okay? Kasi lagi kayong pagod, pagod misis mo, pareho kayong working, pagod siya, pagod ka rin. So parang ang feeling mo, parang pagod na pagdating sa bahay. O kaya, yung gusto mo, hindi masunod. Gusto mo ng oral sex, ayaw ng wife mo. Ayan, dissatisfied sa marriage. And because there is dissatisfaction, siyempre maghahanap ka ng fulfillment. Doon sa gusto mo. Kaya nagiging very vulnerable ka sa pornography. Okay? Another is loneliness. Naku, yan. Lalo na yung mga single men. <laughs> Kaya mga sing sino mga single men? Huwag mahiya. Walang masama maging single. <laughs> okay. So, single men, if you don't want to fall into, you know, sexual temptation, eh, do something about your loneliness. Go out with friends. Pray. You know, spend time with the Lord. That is the best thing you can do because God can fill your emptiness with His love. The presence of God is more pleasurable than doing something physically pleasurable and yet kasalanan. 
Amen? Spend time to worship God. Read His Word. Enjoy His love for you. That is more comforting, more pleasurable, and more real. And it honors God. Okay? When you're lonely. Okay? So, siguro, uh, siguro kailangan medyo dagdagan mo yung social life mo. Okay? Para hindi ka laging lonely. Do something about that loneliness if the loneliness is leading you to sexual temptation. Okay? Another is anger. Paggalit ka, ayan, ako. Siyempre, paggalit ka, parang gusto mo i-vindicate ang sarili mo. At marami mga lalaki, pag hindi nila mahandal ang anger na yun, napupunta sa masturbation, pornography, etc. Kasi somehow, parang outlet eh. Doon na lang din nila yung galit. <laughs> Kasi they don't know how to handle their anger. Okay? Here's another one. Idleness. Ayan, ako. Yung mga walang, pag wala tayong ginagawa, marami yung papagawa ang demonyo sa atin. Diba? Idleness, kasabihan, is the devil's workshop. Paboritong uh, activity ni, ni, ng demonyo, bigyan ka ng trouble, wala kang ginagawa. Don't be idle. Schedule your day na you're doing something meaningful. Kahit yung matulog, rest is important. Or engaging in something really productive. Pag marami kang mga vacant period sa araw mo at alam mo naman, may pakalastful ka pa, Lalo na pag alam mo yung marami kang medyo, marami kang mahina kapag dating sa last, eh be sure na yung daily schedule mo, meron kang ginagawang productive na nakaplano. Kasi the moment you become idle, madaling magbukas ng laptop, madaling magbukas ng smartphone, connects internet, madaling tumingin ng pornography kasi wala kang ibang ginagawa. In other words, if that is the cause of your getting into sexual sin or pornography, then schedule your life para every moment of the day may productive kang ginagawa. Okay? At kasama pahinga doon, by the way. <laughs> Hindi lang puro trabaho. Another is sperm excess or wet dreams. Tayo mga lalaki, kasi our, we, all, we produce sperm cells by the millions every, every minute. Siyempre, napupuno. Pag napupuno, kailangan lumabas. Kaya nakakaroon tayo na tinatawag na nocturnal emissions. Siya nakakaintindi ng nocturnal emissions. Iksabihin, design ng Diyos na mapag sobrang sperm ka, lalabas yan habang tulog ka. Kapag isi may next day, basa ka na. Okay? Pero, dahil nga may lumalabas sa gabi, yung dreams mo naapektuhan ng sensations. Kaya nakakaroon ka ng mga sexual dreams or wet dreams. Hindi ka pwedeng hatulan ng Diyos sa mga panaginip na wala ka namang conscious decision para isipin yun. You understand that? Okay? Pero pag ising ka na, may decision ka na, ay pwede ka makasala kung i-rewind mo yung panaginip mo at saka tapos, yun, may ginawa ka. Doon, nakasala ka na. Pero mag-dream ka na gano'n, hindi ka nakakasala kasi wala kang active intention or volition doon sa pupasok sa isip mo pag nanaginip ka. So yun po yung natural way of, exit, uh, of removing excess semen sa atin. Yun ang God's way, hindi masturbation. Okay? Another thing, environmental stimuli. Kung yung mga dinadaan ng pag-uwi, napakikita mong babasahin, napapanood mo, masyadong sexually uh, motivating, eh, iwasan natin yung environment na ganun. O environment, may barkada ka sa trabaho na walang pinag-uusama kundi babae. O yun siya, okay, yung girlfriend ko, nag-sex kami kagabi. Eh, ikaw naman, kinig ka ng kinig. Eh, siyempre, nag-i-imagine ka rin. Di ba? Tapos, mahilig ka sa green jokes. Alam mo ba, ang green jokes are very unconsciously conditioning psychologically. Kasi if you enjoy talking about sexual subjects, outside of marriage, ha? outside of marriage, enjoy talking about outside marriage, you are conditioning yourself to actually find an experience that will make you experience what you're talking about. Kasi gina-enjoy mo eh. You have pleasure in giving green jokes, doon pa lang, nakukondition ka na. Later on, ginagawa mo na yon. At matutokso ka pag may pagkakataon na gawin mo yon Kasi gina-enjoy mo lagi ang ganong mga paksa eh. 
It's self-conditioning. Do you understand that? So another is childhood molestation effects. As I told you, kung sexual molestation ng bata ka, you need to go through special counseling. Para malama mo paano ka makakaalis sa addiction na yan, sa lust, because of sexual molestation. Ito, bihira ito, pero nangyayari ito. Sino nakakaalam ng sukubus? Bandage. Okay? Baka meron sa inyo nakakaranas nito, pero hindi mo alam anong tawag doon. Ang sukubus bandage po, it is an actual demonic spirit that molests men. Yung mga espirito, demonic spirit that molest women, ang tawag sa kanila sa Latin, incubus. Incubus spirit. Siguro nakapanood kayo nung The Entity. No? Yung um, movie na isang babae, may invisible spirit na ipagsex sa kanya. Sino nakapan nakapanood ng ganong movie? ba? I'm telling you, it's not just a movie. It's real. I had in my history of counseling, counseled three women of course, together with my wife, who have experienced an attack of incubus spirit regularly sa kanilang bahay. Talaga, ang lakas ng spirit ay nawakan siyang ganyan eh. Tapos mararamdam niya sensation, may pumapasok sa kanya. Buti na lang, hindi naman nabubuntis. <laughs> Pero real po yun. Ang lalaki naman, sukubus. Ang sukubus spirit, Mararamdaman mo para humihipo ng iyong sexual organ. Very physical. Kaya naaraus ka. Ima, wala ka naman iniisip na sexual pero parang may gumagalaw sa sexual organ mo. Tapos later on, it will lead you to masturbation or engage in sexual uh, fantasies. Ito po, espiritu po talaga yan. Demonyo yan. And usually, the sukubo spirits comes in contact with a man through sexual molestation nung bata pa siya. Diyan kumisang pumapasok ang sukubus sa isang lalaki. If you have experience in this and you don't, you're afraid to tell anyone because maybe nobody will ever believe in you or understand you, o sabihing weirdo ka, let me tell you, these things happen. And if you need counseling, you need to find somebody you can trust para mag-guide ka on how to be liberated from the sukubus spirit. Okay? Of course, the other problem mo, yung mga babaeng nag-flirt sa'yo. <laughs> Alam mo, may mga kristyanong lalaki, paboritong object na mga babaeng mahilig mag-flirt. Kasi ang bait-bait eh. <laughs> ako po yung naging seminarista. Catholic seminarian po ako in the past. At pag nag-uusap kami mga seminarista, puro babaeng pinag-uusapan. Kasi nga, ang mga babae, madaling ma-inlove sa seminarista. Kasi ang tingin sa seminarista, banal. Talagang, you know, may integridad. Yun ang akala nila. <laughs> Sino pong mga pastor dito? Okay. Tayo mga pastor, paboritong target ng mga babaeng nag-flirt. Kasi mabait tayo eh. Ideal man, pastor. Kasi makajos, mabait, mapagtulong sa kapwa, ba? Kaya attractive tayo sa babae. Okay? At meron naman talaga mga babae, whether Christian or non-Christian, na pag naakit sa'yo, talaga mag-flirt sa'yo. Ako sa lahat, allergic ako sa mga babaeng na pahipo-hipo sa kamay ko na matagal. Kaminsan, after speaking, Pastor, tulungan mo ako pag pray ang hawak na hawak niya ang mic. Kaya naalis ko na ay bitawan. Pastor, takihinayimas pa, Pastor. <laughs> Sabi ko, sandali lang ha. Mm, okay, sige, ano yung problema mo? <laughs> okay? O kaya masyadong lalapit sa'yo na halos casing distance na lang. Pastor, ganyan. Okay? O kaya, Pastor, ang gwapo-gwapo mo talaga. <laughs> Flirting yun. Alam naman niya, may asawa ako. May asawa din yun. <laughs> Naintindihan po natin. So, pag tayo hindi marunong mag-handle ng flirting women, eh, babagsak tayo. Hindi na ako magpapataas na kamay sa mga lalaking nalapitan ng mga babaeng nag-flirt. Okay? Mag-ingat po tayo. Tandaan niyo yung story ni Joseph. Anong ginawa ni Joseph nung sinusudyos siya ng 
asawa ng amo niya? Anong ginawa ni Joseph? Tumakbo! Pakisabi po, real men know when to run. Ako po as a teacher in a Bible college or in a seminary, lahat ng mga teacher exercise a considerable amount of power over their students. Kasi matalino ang teacher, magaling magturo, ang mga sudyante, dahil tututuhan. Ang mga babaeng sudyante, madaling nakakakrush kay sir. Dahil napag ang teacher, napakabait. Kaya kayo mga teacher, mag-ingat naman kayo. Do not abuse your power. Because I'm going to tell you this. Sexual molestation or sexual exploitation is more than just a matter of lust for a man. Paglalaki ang concern. Sexual exploitation is primarily a matter of power. Kasi hindi mo magagawa yan sa babae kung wala kang power over the woman. Try mo lang mag-attempt mag, uh, mag ng sex sa isang babaeng galit sa'yo o isang babaeng hindi ka ginagalang, mahihirapan ka kasi wala kang power sa kanya eh. Kaya tayo mga lalaki kasi we value power hindi tayo maingat. Hindi natin dapat binabalyo yung power. Binabalyo natin yung responsibility that that power has put into our hands. We value the responsibility more than the enjoyment of power. Any position you have that makes, sets you above others or gives you authority over others is a position of power and if you're that careful, it is subject to abuse. Like being a teacher in school. Alam ko yung kasi yung aking mga karanasan ng seduction, karamihan sa sudyante ko, nararanasan. Kasi in love ka, sir. Kahit alam na may asawa na, papatulan pa rin. Or boss ka ng company. O ikaw yung supervisor ng mga babae mo, yung kapwa empleyado. Nako, mag-iingat ka. Do not take advantage of your power because that power will destroy you the moment you abuse it. It will destroy you. You understand that? So, mag-ingat sa mga flirting women. Stay away. Kung kayo nagtatrabaho sa isang company, na isang babae doon, talagang parang, parang tuko sa'yo, mag-resign ka na bago masira ang buhay mo. Maghanap ka na ng ibang trabaho. The book of Proverbs is full of warnings against seductive women. Read the book of Proverbs, especially the first five chapters. Grabe ang warning niyan sa mga adulterists. Okay? Another one. Peer influence, of course. Iwasan mo na yung barkada na laging pinag-uusapan. Eh, sex kasi madadala ka talaga nila. Okay? Another is exposure to sexual arousing reading materials or TV. Tanggalin mo na sa buhay mo lahat ng mga babasahin o videos na alam mo makakatukso sa'yo. Tanggalin mo na. You know, once I had to confront a brother na ang dami nang niya, inami niya, ang dami niya ng mga na-download mga sex videos. Nalaman ko yun kasi habang nagchat-chat kami, the Lord spoke to me and told me, rebuke him. He is a pornography addict. Sabi ko, Brad, ikaw ba ay nagpa-pornography ka ba? Manto-manto, ha? Honest naman siya. Oo. Oh. How long na? Ten years? <laughs> so, marami ka na na-save ng mga videos dyan sa hard disk mo. Marami na. Hindi ko na mabilang. Okay. Anong sinasabi ng Diyos sa'yo? Tumahimik bigla. Kasi Christian siya, eh. Actually, Pastor, I, I, uh, sabi, uh, sabi sa akin, Brother Dave, I feel miserable and my marriage is going down because of this. So what do you think God wants you to do? Mahirap sagutin yan, Brother Dave. What do you believe God wants you to do? Delete all the videos in my hard disk 
and cut off my internet. Alam niya yung sagot. Cut my internet connection and delete all the videos. Alam niya. Kasi alam niya, maybe he has tried many times to try to get out of that in a gradual way. It never works. Let me tell you this. If you can gun to get out of pornographic bondage, gradual never works. It has to be radical. Pag hindi radical, it will never work. I assure you. Okay? We'll say that more in a little while. Lack of discipline use of the internet. When you use the internet, be sure may clear plan ka kung anong gagawin mo dyan. Kasi kung wala kang plano, ang demonyo magdadagdag ng sub-agenda sa paggamit mo ng internet. Be sure when you go to the net, you have task in mind na dapat pagtapos na, sarado mo na, tapos na. Kasi the moment you're there in the web at wala ka ng productive plan in the use of it, abay, dyan papasok ang tukso. I better shut it down before you get into temptation. So lack of disciplined use. Another is lack of accountability in the use of privacy. Tayo mga lalaki, we value privacy. Pero how do you keep your privacy morally safe without accountability? You know, sometimes it's very good to use the internet when your wife is there with you or when if you're a single person, may mga kasama ka sa bahay, nakikita ko ng ginagawa mo. At huwag kang gigising na launan madaling araw para mag-internet. Kasi alam mo na kung bakit ka gumising na launa na madaling araw para mag-internet. Kasi walang ibang makakita. Niantindihan po natin. Pag wala ka accountability, madaling bumagsak. If you're already struggling with pornography the net, mas maganda siguro na never use the laptop na, na tulog ang lahat ng tao. Be sure gising. If you're in your bedroom, be sure your wife is there. Para wala kang tukso. Pero you know, it has to be discipline. And it's always good to find another brother in the Lord who understands what you're going through and you're both committed to maintaining sexual integrity in your marriage. Be accountable sa kanya. Para he can check you. Oh Brad, ano oras na dyan? Oh, hindi ka na tumitingin sa ano? Ah, hindi na. Ayan. May taga-remind ba? Oh Brad, kamusta? Kahapon. Ah, okay. <laughs> Yun yung accountability. Somebody is, you allow somebody, you give authority to somebody to watch over you, monitor you, kasi you really want to get out of that para alam mo, hindi ka nag-iisa. Doon sa iyong desire na magbago. Mahirap magbago pag nag-iisa ka lang. Lalo na pag yung kinakalaban mo is a habit. It's hard to succeed without accountability. Okay? So, Matthew 5, 27-30. So, how do we get out of the pornography trap? Can we read this together? You have heard that it was said, Do not commit adultery. But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. Literal ba ito? Literal ba ito? Talagang tanggalin mo yung mata mo. Nakakasala yun eh. Okay? This is not literal. This is what is called hyperbole. Okay? It's a figure of speech. Hyperbole means you exaggerate something in order to drive home a very important point. You exaggerate. You understand that? That's hyperbole. So what Christ is saying, if you are struggling with sexual temptation, dahil yung mata mo nadadala sa tukso ng pagtingin ng last isang babae sa mata ng Diyos, you already committed adultery without even having physical contact with the girl. In God's eyes, you already committed adultery. You broke the law. Okay? If you want to get over that, kung yung mata na yan, tanggalin, magsabihin, do something radical to stop yourself from continuing in that pattern of, of habit. Can we read this together? It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand, siyempre sa sex, mata, hindi lang mata, kamay. 
Naintindihan kung saan pupasok ang kamay sa sexual sin? Alam nyo mga guys, di ba? Saan pupunta yung kamay na yan? Pag nakahawa ka na ng babae at hindi kayo mag-asawa. Okay? When your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. Okay, so anong point? Ang sinasabi ni Lord, when dealing with sexual sin, deal with it radically because there is no other way out. Can you say to the person beside you, pag hindi radical, it will never work. Okay? Now, getting rid, ano yung radical na gagawin natin? Getting rid of all pornographic materials or steam in the house, burn them, for example, if internet have it disconnected. Eh, pas, eh, Pastor Dave, eh, kailangan ko internet ko sa trabaho ko. Mag-internet kape ka na lang, schedule mo na lang. Kasi kung hindi mo pakatiwalaan ang sarili mo sa home use ng internet, mas better po tuloy kasi masira buhay mo. Or, another way, put a password in your laptop na misis mo lang nakakaalam. Para hindi mo magagamit yung laptop mo pag hindi papasok ng wife mo yung password. Pero of course, you have to confess to your wife na may problema ka kayo nangyayin tulong niya. Pero sa mga aming lalaki, pastor, masyadong ano yun sa ego ko? <laughs> masyadong masakit sa ego ko? Yung wife ko pang may password? Ako hindi ko alam, di ba? <laughs> e kuminsan, you have to ask yourself, ano mas malaga, yung ego mo o yung buhay mo? It has to be radical. You have to find a way na hindi ka na makakagamit ng internet privately. Gumawa ka ng paraan para ganong ka-radical. Kasi pag hindi radical, it will never work. Kasi you will again deceive yourself, cheat yourself to doing it pag nandun na naman yung urge at saka yung temptation. In other words, if you want to get out of the addiction, you have to choose to burn your bridges behind you. How many of you are familiar with that statement? Burn your bridges behind you. You know what that means? Ibig sabihin, pag tumawid ka sa isang river na may tulay, para hindi ka na matuksong bumalik uli, sunugin mo yung tulay. Kaya pag gusto mong bumalik, hindi na talaga pwede kasi wala ka ng tulay. Eh. Maliban kung, maliban lang kung engineer ka, nagpatayo ko uli ng bagong tulay. <laughs> o di ba? So, burn your bridge means deal radically with the causes of your temptation so that pag natukso ka, kahit gusto mo, hindi mo na magawa kasi wala ka ng way to access eh. Pinutol mo na lahat eh. Yun ang ibig sabihin ng radical. Kung natutukso ka sa text, 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 palitan mo na SIM card mo. Or hirap ka pa rin, pagbili ng SIM card, naalala yung cellphone niya, ayun, pasok ko yung cellphone number. Wala din, bumili ka pa ng bagong SIM card. Pero memorize mo pala yung number ng babae. Nagiging tukso sa'yo. Okay? So anong gagawin mo? Huwag ka nalang mag-cellphone. <laughs> For a period of time, para mag-fasting ka naman dyan sa babaeng yan. Kaka-text-text. If another person is causing you temptation, cut off all communications with the person. It has to be radical. If you don't do that, the temptation will always be there to go back to the woman. Pag hindi mo pinutol talaga yan. Radical dapat. Okay? So avoid or, di or disassociate from peer groups or friends that influence you towards lustful or sexual activities. Give up your barkada. Kung yung barkada mo, nag-delete sa'yo sa tukso, isuko mo ng barkada mo kasi masira ang buhay mo. Maghanap pa na lang mas mabuting barkada. Okay? Another, leave or avoid places where the temptations usually rise. For example, you may even have to resign from your workplace if there is a strong temptation there that you cannot effectively handle. Or kung yung rota mo po away, dumadaan lagi sa mga malalaswa, ibahin mo na lang rota mo kahit malayo para hindi ka natutukso. So, mga sample lang to, of course, you alone know 
you will know based on your own circumstances how to deal radically with sexual temptation okay make yourself accountable to your wife or a trusted friend regarding your addiction and your commitment to overcome it humingi ka na ng tulong hindi mo na kaya mag-isa yan hindi mo na kaya mag-isa yan time to ask for help and be honest okay focus on enjoying sex with your wife para lang sa marriage yung mga single walang sex sa girlfriend hanggang di kayo kasal para hindi kayo namuhay sa kasalanan okay pero pa may asawa ka, focus on enjoying sex. Maging creative kayo sa sex nyo para na-enjoy nyo. Okay? Another is, ayan po, can we read this together? Drink water from your own cistern. Running water from your own well. Should your springs overflow in the streets, your streams of water in the public squares? Look at the continuation. Let them be yours alone never to be shared with strangers. May your fountain be blessed and may you rejoice in the wife of your youth. A loving doe, a graceful deer, may her breasts satisfy you always. May you ever be captivated by her love. Why be captivated, my son, by an adulteress? Why embrace the bosom of another man's wife? Diretso ang scripture, ano? Bak mo hanapin yung well dahil hindi sa iyo. Enjoy mo yung sarili mong well, yung asawa mo. Let your wife be a fountain for you that is blessed. And napaka-straighto, let her may her breast satisfy you always para hindi ka naghahanap ng breast ng iba. Hindi ako diretso ah, salita ng Diyos 'yan. Diretsahan 'yan. Naintindihan natin. Okay? If you want to keep away from sexual temptation and pornography, enjoy sex with your wife when you're married. Pero pag single ka, abstinence, self-control. And how do you control yourself? By controlling your thoughts. Okay? Hindi na bago yung habit, hindi mo mababago. Ito dapat magsisimula ang pagbabago. Okay? So I gave you some practical suggestions on what to do in order to get out of the pornography trap. And let me repeat this to you. It will be very hard for you to do this alone. Especially pag naging habit na. You need to find a friend whom you really trust, to whom you can confide this, para he can help monitor you because kahit ano pang sabihin mo, alam mo, this friend will always respect you. Kasi naintindihan niya yung struggle niya. Kasi maring siya, dinaanan niya rin yan. You have to be very honest if you want genuine change. Tayo mga lalaki, mahinap, mahirap tayo sa honesty. Kaya hindi tayo nagbabago. And sometimes it takes you to be radically honest with yourself and with another person for real change to take place. Because you'll become accountable to that person. Kasi alam niya eh. Do you understand this? Okay?